everybody. So today I am recording a haul unhaul sort of situation. Um, I had it in my little bitty brain that I wanted to create a YouTube channel because I just thought that that sounded like fun and why not because I have a baby challenge myself even more. Um, so I had it in my head that that's what I wanted to do and then I left a comment on someone else's YouTube video and I was literally agreeing with them and I was just like adding in my own thoughts and um, somebody commented on my comment and said that I was making things up and um, it was kind of mean the way that she said it and that comment has stuck with me for days. And it wasn't really even that harsh of a comment, and it wasn't even on my own content, but it has not left my brain, and so I realized that I don't have the skin for YouTube, so there goes that. Um, I also thought it would just be, like, really fun. Um, I just thought it would be fun to hold up the books and talk about them and whatever. I also just, like, I with the podcast, I'm not trying to, like, get people to listen and whatever. Like, that's not the reason. It's just, like, a creative outlet for me to just, like, get everything out. I've said that a million times, and I stand by that. But it is, like, lonely. I'm talking to myself, like, with YouTube. Like, I feel like um, it's, like, a community, and, like, people respond, and, like, there's, like, all these people bouncing off of each other and whatever. And, like, if I am talking about Katie Coulson, then, like, the people watching the video probably know who Katie Coulson is because they also watch Katie Coulson. Or if I say something about Chandler Ainsley, like, they know who Chandler Ainsley is. And, like, um, on the podcast, obviously that's subjective if anybody is even listening at all um but they most likely don't know who I'm talking about and I there's just like not a dialogue and there's not a community and I just was feeling like I was like lacking that so I kind of thought like I would like to do that over a podcast but I really just like I don't wear makeup I don't get dressed nice like that's just like not a thing that I do I don't have time um and I don't honestly like being on camera so I don't know why I thought that that would be like a good idea but I have ended that dream so um if you were worried that that's what I was gonna do don't worry because it's not gonna happen um but anyway in my sort of YouTube whatever I was going to do a haul and an unhaul because those are videos that people like to watch and I have recently um got a bunch of books I in like February-ish I spent a lot of like gift card money birthday money like whatever and I got some books and then um, last week I had my first mom outing and I went to Half Price Books and I walked around and I decided that I was going to be like no holds bar. Like I was not going to hold back at all. So if like I wanted like 20 books, I was going to buy 20 books and I wasn't even like the least bit worried about like how much money I was going to spend. I was just like, I deserve it. Like I'm a mom. <laughs> I do so much. Like this is happening. Um, so I ended up getting 11 books, which is a lot, but I had a gift card and I spent like 30 bucks total. So I feel like that is totally justified. Um, that's like, you know, four coffees or something and I don't drink coffee. So, you know, there it is. Um, so I have a bunch of books that I've recently, brought into my home and then I also have a lot of books that I've been slowly like putting away in boxes and things that I'm hoping to put in a little free library if that ever comes to fruition um and those are just books that I've gotten rid of mostly because I've read them and I didn't like them or I dnf them and I didn't like them or whatever but um or like book of the month books whatever so I wanted to talk about those as well because unhauls are really fun. I really like watching unhauls. I like people talking about why they didn't like something. I like the negative videos and I don't think it's bad. I think it's like it's interesting to see what doesn't work for other people and it's interesting to see why someone doesn't like something and it might bring attention to something else. Like I just think those videos are really fun. So I really like the unhauls and I wanted to do one of those. But instead, because I'm not going to do a YouTube channel, I thought I would just – use that and talk about it on here and talk about the books that I recently got and talk about the books that I'm getting rid of and why I'm getting rid of them and if this is not interesting then I'm sorry but it seems interesting interesting when you watch it I don't know if it's gonna be interesting to hear about it but it is what it is um I also think I was having like this like kind of creative lull because I had a lot of podcasts pre-recorded and I really haven't done anything in like the last month. I haven't really recorded. I think I did like a wrap up and that was it. So I haven't really recorded anything and I also, even when I'm not recording, I'm usually editing. Like I usually have clips that I need to edit um, or I'm doing like research, like I'm doing um, like things for like lists and stuff like that and um, I haven't been doing anything like the last month. Like it's just been all baby all the time. And I think like that like creative outlet has kind of been missing. So I think um, I last night sort of was like, okay, I'm, I need to switch gears. Like I'm going to do this podcast. I'm not going to 
I'm not going to switch to a YouTube channel. So I think I kind of dove back in and I had like a list of ideas of things that I want to talk about and things like that book related. And I think that I'm like newly inspired and feeling creative and excited and whatever. So I think that this will hold me over. I think that potentially down the line, maybe I can like try to revisit bookstagram. Um, I didn't like bookstagram in the past, but I, I'm missing that like community aspect. I do, however, know, like I found a community, like as a nanny, like I found a nanny community and that has been really special in my life for many years and I would not trade that for anything. Um, but unfortunately I don't know that lightning strikes twice and I don't know that you get, you know, more than one community. I don't know that if that happens, I don't know that you can have multiple, whatever. Um, so if I'm stuck with just the nanny community and I don't ever find a book community, that's okay. I do push all my book stuff onto the nanny community, so there's still that. Um, but anyway, I just, I think I was missing like a creative outlet and I think I just needed a reason to like re-inspire and things like that. Also, like we really don't have the time for this, so I don't know when I thought I was going to record videos and things like that, but, um, I think that this is something, this is something that's very, fairly easy for me to do. Um, he is currently sleeping. I am currently in my sister's room, which is above us. And I'm hoping that he doesn't wake up. I'm kind of the only one listening for him right now because everybody else is outside. But, um, yeah, so this is kind of like what I'm thinking is like, this is easy. I can very easily sit and record a podcast really quick I can do that with him without him whatever but I can't as easily film a YouTube video so I feel like this is probably a better idea anyway I feel like as long as I am re-interested in what I'm doing and this is still like fulfilling me in a creative way like I feel like this is a good option so anyway let's get into it So first I want to talk about the books that I am unhauling because um, I just feel like we should start with the negative and work our way to the positive because I think that's more exciting. I also um, don't have the list of books that I just recently got so I'm going to have to go do that at some point in the middle of this. But anyway, so I first technically want to talk about two books that I hauled and then I'm unhauling them. I got the Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom duology and they're beautiful. I got them from Barnes and Noble so they're like not not used books. They're nice books and I really like them. They're really pretty. Um, I loved Shadow and Bone by Leigh Bardugo and the Six of Crows duology is like in the same universe. It's just like a different set of circumstances and people and I've been waiting to watch the Shadow and Bone TV show because I wanted to read these first and I've been putting it off. I got them from the library. I got Six of Crows from the library at one point and it just wasn't interesting and it wasn't holding my attention so I just took it back to the library and I was like I'll try again later. I don't remember what was going on at that point but like it just wasn't working out. So I've had it and I've been thinking about it since I got it. I got it in February. It is now May and I've just been thinking about it and I just like for some reason keep putting off reading it and so finally I was like I'm gonna pick it up I'm gonna read it and let's do it um I'm it, I've been reading a lot of ebooks lately because that's what's easier as far as like feeding a baby and stuff like that I don't have two hands but um I was reading it and then I also downloaded the ebook and so I was kind of going back and forth and that was working for me but I got like 200 pages in I think 200 I think that's right let me see if I can find it I'm pretty sure I got 200 pages in and I just wasn't enjoying it. I didn't want to pick it up. I wasn't excited. Yeah, 192 pages. I read 192 pages of this book and I still was not into it. I just like wasn't excited about it. I wasn't having a good time. I was like kind of dreading picking it up. It was kind of like something I was talking through. And it's just like, why am I doing that? And I don't know what the reason is because there's like, it's not exciting to me. It's not entertaining to me at all or whatever. But um. I don't know. I do feel like people that like Six of Crows don't like Shadow and Bone. So I wonder, since I like Shadow and Bone, if that's the reason why I don't like Six of Crows. Because I feel like I don't know anybody that likes both. I also don't know anybody personally that's read them. It's just been people in book communities and whatever. But I don't feel like I've ever heard anybody talk about liking them all. So I could be wrong. But I they're just not the same. And I do remember that Shadow and Bone was very dense and I felt like I was slogging through that a little bit but I was excited to slog through that like I wanted to pick it up. I was thinking about it when I wasn't reading. Um, with this I'm just like I just kind of want it to be over and it's so upsetting because the covers are so like the copies are so nice. They're just like 
brand new books and I'm literally just getting rid of them because I just and I had like I'm really trying to be like intentional with the books that I buy at thrift books like half price books like I'm not really concerned because I'm spending like four dollars on a book it's like whatever but when I buy books like actual books from Barnes and Noble which is what I did I'm trying to be very intentional and make sure that I only buy books that I want to get like I don't want to get books that I'm not going to keep so I try to be very intentional when purchasing books and I think the rest of the books that I got it'll it'll be fine um actually I don't know that there's there's not really a whole lot of books that um I haven't even read that are books that I bought I I tend at this point I think I just need to buy books that I've read that I know that I want to keep that I know that I would reread um because other than that it's just a waste of money and thankfully this was gift cards but like also it's like a waste and it just feels so disappointing that I did that um so yeah those two books are two books that I recently purchased that I am unhauling because they just aren't serving me and hopefully they will serve somebody else um the next books I have Deadly and Toxic I don't know the order but I think these are the last two books in the Pretty Little Liar series by Sarah Shepard um I previously we had like a family friend-ish person that I was giving these books to because I had the whole entire series and it wasn't something that was worth taking to Vermont with me so we gave them to her when I went to Vermont and um we no longer <laughs> it's not my friend but we no longer talk to her anymore so um I don't have her to give these books to so I just have had them and I was just like whatever they'll just go and like the giveaway little free library situation so I think they're the last two books in the series I'm not entirely sure I am almost positive toxic is the last one so it wouldn't I it would make no sense if they weren't the last two books but anyway I have read the whole series I really like the whole series and I used to constantly like reread and reread and reread the series as soon as like they kind of came out in fours like the first four came out and then when the next four came out I would get the next four and then I would read all eight and then like then the next four and I would read the 12 and whatever and whatever I think there's like 20 books or 16 books or something it's a lot but I really enjoyed them and I think the only reason why I didn't want to hold on to them anymore is because they get a little loopy towards the end like they don't make sense and they get a little crazy the beginning ones are really good like those are like top tier I really like them but I also think because there were just so many of them it just wasn't worth like carting them around all of creation so those are going away I also have Vox by Christina what's her name um I don't know I should have wrote her name down I have talked about this in a wrap up at some point I read this this is about the place where like the dystopian whatever where like women are only allowed to say 100 words a day and it was really terrible and in the end like a man saved the day so I don't really know what the point of the book was because it just it just wasn't good um the next book I'm getting rid of is Too Good to Be True by Carol Levering this was a book of the month book that I got and it was good it was a thriller and I really liked it it's basically like um there's like three sides to a story there's the wife and the husband and the other wife <laughs> um and it's just like kind of breaking down like what happened and how this happened and whatever and I really enjoyed it but I'm not ever gonna read it again it wasn't like fantastic it wasn't like amazing and even like the next book was actually amazing and I still will probably never read it so I'm getting rid of it um the next book is Rock Paper Scissors by Alicini I really liked it I remember when I finished I was like shook and I like read it so quickly and it just like was great but I just don't think that I will ever read it again because I know what happens I think that's kind of the problem thrillers I realized there's this thing um it, it, there's a meme that goes around it's used for a lot of things it's like that black house on the beach next to the, like the colorful house on the beach and it was like my taste in books and my other taste in books and then also was like on the trash can and it was like my other taste in books and I feel like that is very well um like my situation where I feel like my taste in books is I really like thrillers I really like young adult and then I really like trashy books so I feel like that covers like exactly what I like that's what I read a majority of the time so thrillers I think it's hard because I don't think that you can ever really read them again because you already know what happens unless it was something that you weren't paying super attention to or it's something that's super twisty or it's something like whatever um then I could see you rereading re them but that would be the only situation where that would happen then I have The House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune I really like this it was really good and I I thought that this was going to be a book I was going to love and I was going to want to read over and over again. And I kind of go back and forth on if this belongs in the get rid of pile or if I think I would read it again. Actually, you know what? I think I got rid of this 
Let's see. I'm trying to remember when I got rid of this because I wonder if it's before or after I knew I was having Thomas because now I kind of feel like this is a book I could read to Thomas because it has like the little monsters and the kids and stuff. I actually might hold on to that. I'm not entirely sure. We'll see. The next book is The Maidens by Alex Michaelitis. I really like this book. I know a lot of people actually really hated this book. I think a lot of people, this is kind of like the shadow and bone thing. People either like The Silent Patient or they like The Maidens, but they didn't like both. I actually am the only one that liked both, I think, but I really liked it, but I think it's like one of those where it's like, it's so obvious and it's not super like twisty and turny and whatever that I don't think there would be any point in me rereading it because I literally know everything that's happening. So I don't think it's worth it. The next book is The Wedding by Nicholas Sparks. Um, I have like a whatever with Nicholas Sparks. I don't really have like a good or bad feeling about Nicholas Sparks. I mean, I think that his movies are a little bit better than the books, but you know, it's whatever. I have a ton of his books. I've had The Wedding forever and I've picked it up and tried to read it a couple of times and I always put it down and I'm just not interested. And I don't even really know what it's about. I think it's like a couple's son is getting married, but like they're struggling or something. I think, I think that's what it is. It's obviously not that important, so it's whatever. Um, I have Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. We already know Rachel Hollis is a fraud. <laughs> she's a scammer. She's an MLM. She's all the things. I did really like the book, I'm not going to lie. I listened to the audiobook, and then I bought the book because I liked it so much. Um, but after – I bought the book after I read her next book, um, whatever, about Apologize or whatever – I realized that she's not a very good person and I didn't want to continue owning her book so I got rid of it but I do um again all of the messages aren't even her own messages like she steals and plagiarizes but I do like the compilation of messages I think that they're very good and I think that she chose very good ones to put together um so if you do end up reading it not that I'm saying that you should but I I did feel like it was a good book I did feel like it was like very motivating and it made me feel like very motivated um but it's not she's a fraud so you probably shouldn't the next books are I have crank burned and glass um I had it in my head that I was gonna like really go to town and I was gonna read all these books by Ellen Hopkins but I read these first three I think they don't all connect but they're kind of all a similar vibe but these three connected and these three kind of ruined me it's about people like doing drugs and things like that and it just made me really sad and made me feel really empty inside so I don't need to hold on to these I do think that this kind of opened up a world of like me being able to read in verse I think that I didn't prefer books in verse and things because it felt like poetry and things like that um but I think that this opened it up and I've read books in verse since then that I really enjoyed so I think that at least that was helpful in that regard but it just it just makes me feel really icky I just don't like it and it's just I don't know it's just not um very good the next book is 99 days by Katie Contugno I got this book from Half Price Books and it was just like a random like young adult book I picked up but I actually ended up really really liking it. However, I just don't think it's something that I would read again so I'm getting rid of it. I also, I kind of think I didn't like how it ended so it is whatever. Um, the next book is 20 Boy Summer by Sarah Ocklear. This book I remember really loving and then I think I reread it and I hated it. Is that true? Because now I'm having second thoughts. I think I reread it and I hated it. I don't really know. It is what it is. Okay. So then we have Eligible by Curtis Settenfield. I think this is a Pride and Prejudice retelling. But at the time I hadn't read Pride and Prejudice. So it wasn't important to me. Now that I think about it. Maybe I could reread it. Because I have read Pride and Prejudice. Uh, why am I pulling books out of the sun hall? <laughs> um, this is what happens when they sit around. And they don't leave your house. Next, I have Dash and Lily's Book of Dares by David Levithan and Rachel Cohn. I think I just don't like her as a writer. I didn't like this book. I DNF'd it, so I'm getting rid of it. I have My Reality by Melissa Rycroft. I have always been obsessed with reading celebrities' like memoirs. I just like the little insight to their life. I don't know why. It just is what it is. Um, I like the stories that they tell, and I like like what they find interesting. I don't know. Um, so Melissa Rycroft, I was obsessed with her for a very long time. Um, she was on The Bachelor and she was who Jason Mesnick picked. She was on his season and then they went to the final rose ceremony. They were engaged and he decided that he actually wanted to be with Molly instead. And I was like, what? Um, to me, like Melissa is like the 
girl next door, like, all, she has, like, it all, like, she's, like, very all-American, like, just, I just love her, I think she's just perfect, um, I don't even, like, follow her on Instagram or anything anymore, like, I don't know anything about her life, I think I listened to her podcast for a little bit, but it was just, like, I just had too many, and so I stopped, but anyway, um, he ended up going with Molly, and he's actually still with Molly, and they have another kid together and things, he had a kid before, they have a good little life, Melissa ended up with her ex-boyfriend, which she talks about in this book, and I actually found that story to be really interesting, she had, like, an on-again, off-again relationship with her now husband, and, um, she was at a point where she was, like, I need to be done with you kind of thing, and she kind of, like, they were kind of, I think they were on an on situation, but she got the opportunity to go, and he told her to go, and, or maybe he told her not to go, but, like, other people told her to go. I don't really remember, but I just remember it was, like, a really good story. And then, like, they ended up together. Like, they got married. They're together. They have kids. They have a really good life. So, it all worked out how it was supposed to, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I really liked her, and I really liked her book. And I can't remember really – oh, she also was, like, a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. I think she had, like, kind of an interesting life. So, I don't know. And then she went on, and she did really good on Dancing with the Stars, and I watched her do that, and I thought that was really good. Um, so, yeah, I really liked her. Um, the next book is Broken Hearts, Fences, and Other Things to Men by Morgan Matson. This book is hot garbage. Morgan Matson is a terrible author. She is not good. Um, she also writes as, like, Katie Finn or something. But, um, her books kind of all are hot garbage. But I did like this. It's so predictable. You know exactly what's going to happen. I held on to it because I wanted to read the rest of the books in the series. But they don't even have the books in the series at the library because they're so terrible. So I feel like at this point it's like never going to happen. I'm not going to buy these books just to read them and give them away. So as much as I want to read the other ones, um, even though they were bad, I just don't think it's going to happen. So I'm going to get rid of that. I have High Poet Society by B. Abbott. I don't know why I got this. It's poems. I honestly probably could read it now. I maybe should read it now. See me pulling things out of the unhaul. Or out of, yeah, out of the unhaul pile. Um, it's just poems and stuff, whatever. Um, it has a guy, like, smoking weed or something on the cover. And I thought I was, like, super, super cool um, buying it. Like, I was, like, so artsy, whatever. I've never wanted to be artsy in my life, so I don't know what that was about. But whatever. I thought it was really cool. I have The Princess Test by Gail Carson Levine. This is a book that I've had, like, honestly, since I was, like, a child. Um, it's, like, a very small chapter book. And I really like it because it's basically, like, a Princess in the Pea retelling. Um, it has this princess, like, it has these girls that go through tests, and because she is a very, like, picky, persnickety person, she is able to, like, pick out, like, she's able to pick out, like, a certain kind of lettuce in the salad, and she's able to pick out, like, a certain detail on a dress or something. <gasps> oh my god, do I relate to Princess and the Pea? I'm a picky bitch. Maybe I relate to the Princess and the Pea. This is not okay. Um, because I was just thinking I could definitely pick out a different kind of lettuce in a salad. My husband got uh, <laughs> my husband got salad from Walmart, and we normally get we normally go grocery shopping at Schnucks, um, the grocery store here. But we like he'll go to Walmart if whatever because it's right next to his work, and um, he got lettuce from there. And I was like, what is in this? Like there is something different in this lettuce. It is not just romaine. Um, and I don't even know what it was, but I do know that there was something different. Um, and he was like, oh yeah, cause I got it at Walmart. And I was like, yeah, I could have told you that. Um, uh, so apparently I'm the princess in the pea. I think that actually tracks. I'm really sorry. Mostly to my husband. The next book is Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett. I was really excited about this. Kylie Dennison on YouTube. She's not a booktuber, but she likes books and she likes young adult books. And we have a very similar taste. Um, she was raving about this book, said it was, like, really good, so I got it, and I was really excited about it, and I hated it. I did not think it was good. I did not like the relationship. I did not like the guy. I did not like the girl. It's all about, like, movies and old-fashioned stuff, and I just, I just really didn't like it, so it's going. Water for Elephants by Sarah Groon. I think I liked this. Why am I getting rid of this? Maybe because I'd never read it again? I think I would read this again. I'm wondering if some of these books didn't actually weren't actually meant to be gotten rid of because the next book waiting for a star to fall by alex carrie or by carrie claire i don't know why it says alex i think i actually really liked okay i need to honestly make a list of books that i'm going to hold on to because um now i'm scared i'm getting rid of books that i actually would like to read um oh i forgot uh the house in the cerulean sea house um yeah, so I think I'm going to actually keep that. I kind of want to keep the princess test too, if I'm being honest, but I need to just get rid of it. There's no reason for me to hold on to that, right? I 
don't think there's any reason for me to hold on to that. I can basically tell you how the story goes. And it's meant for, like, really little kids. Not little kids, but it's, like, it's, like, a elementary school chapter book. It's not, it's not something I need to hold on to. So I probably just need to get rid of it. We are getting dangerously close to when my son is going to need to eat. So I'm probably going to have to do this in two parts. Hopefully I can at least get through all the unhauls and then I can go into detail about the books I hauled. But I have Not a Happy Family by Sherry Lapina. I adore Sherry Lapina. This was a book of the month book. It was really exciting to get a Sherry Lapina book as book of the month. I adore her. I love her books. I love her writing. They're super fast. They're super fun. This one drug on for me and I don't know why. Um, I just like wasn't super into it. I don't know what the reason is. I don't know why I didn't like it when I liked all of her other ones, but it just, it drug on for me. It was very slow. I didn't like the way that everything like was laid out. I didn't like the way that everything fell and happened and whatever. Um, and I just found it kind of boring and I don't love that for her books. So I love all of her books. This is probably my least favorite, even worse than the couple next door. And I absolutely hated that book. So that's going. I have Ariadne, which I also got as a book of the month book. That's a Jennifer Saint book. I got this because I really like Greek mythology and I thought I was going to really like this, but it was just so slow and so boring and I was forcing myself to pick it up and I decided that I didn't have to. This was the first book of the month book that I ever DNF'd because I felt like I had to, I had to read them because they were books that I was getting that I owned, but I didn't. Um, and I think I found out that, like, it's and it, it's like told from, like, guy points of views, too. So it's like, this is supposed to be her story. I don't know. I just, it just wasn't holding my attention. I couldn't do it. So I got rid of it. Um, I have Poor Little Bitch Girl by Jackie Collins. I've never read a Jackie Collins book in my life, but the Poor Little Bitch Girl sounded intriguing at one point when I was at the library or when I was at the bookstore at some point. I have no idea where I got this, why I got this, whatever. I think she's eating caviar on the cover. Um, no idea. I've literally never read it. I have never even tried to read it. I've never thought about reading it. I don't know why I bought it. Next book is The Lifeguards by Amanda Iyer Ward. I literally just got this at Target um, very recently. I guess I could have included this in my haul. I forgot. Um, but it was boring. I don't really know how else to say it. Um, I thought it was kind of like a thriller and it was also told in like text messages and things, but it just wasn't really that interesting. And um, it was way more, I think I got like more than 50 pages, maybe like 75 pages or a hundred pages. And it was just a lot of like backstory about the characters. It's like three women and their three sons that are teenagers that are lifeguards. And I think they find like a dead woman or something. And I think somehow they're tied into it, but I don't really know. And it just was not doing it for me. So it's gone. I have The Golden Couple by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekinen. And this book, I just wanted better um this is from book of the month and i really like Greer Hendricks and sarah peckinen their books are have kind of gotten worse each book i've read of theirs this was absolutely the worst one i thought they could have done so much more with it and i just didn't like it so it's gone next is with you all the way by cynthia hand i really like this book i got it from barnes and noble i really really liked it see i feel like that's maybe one i could keep too i could maybe read that one again i really like the hawaii vibes i'm gonna keep it this is just turning into the reason why I'm keeping all these books. And that's not really, not really what it should be, but whatever. Um, I liked it. I'm going to keep it. It's fine. Uh, I have Influence by Sarah Shepard and Lila, what's her name? Lila Buckingham. Um, I DNF this. This was so fucking boring. It's supposed to be about influencers, but none of their stories tied together and none of them were very interesting. And I don't know how they were like so famous. So I got rid of it. Um... I got the Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James from the Book of the Month, and I absolutely hated it. Um, I'm not a paranormal sort of girl, so this was not at all something that I would normally enjoy anyway, but I think there were no other books that I even thought looked good, so I was like, this is thriller-ish, so I got it, but I didn't enjoy it, and I'm not sad to see it go. Okay, next we have Five Feet Apart by... I don't know. Rachel Lippincoat, I think, is her name. Um, but there's honestly like three. Yeah, Lippincoat, Daughtry, and Iconis or something. I don't really know. Um, everybody knows what Five Feet Apart is. I absolutely hated this book, so goodbye. The Grace Year by Kim Liggett. I got this from a thrift or half I always say thrift store. Half price books, and um I didn't like it, honestly. I I heard a lot of people say it was like the Hunger Games and whatever, but it honestly just made me infuriated because it's basically like everything is blamed on women because 
they just like are wild and wicked and whatever because they have vaginas and I don't know it was just not it was not for me um I have Along for the Ride by Sarah Dessen this is a book I've owned for honestly a zillion years and I finally read it and I didn't like it so I don't know why I held on to it for as long as I did of all of the Sarah Dessen books the fact that this is the one that I own I don't think I I oh well I own um what is it called it's like one of my favorite books <laughs> um it is the Fuck, I can't think of it. Anyway, I own one of them and I love it. But there are other Sarah Dustin books that are supposedly like really good. So I don't know why this is the one that I chose to buy, but that's really annoying. Um, the Truth About Forever. That's my that's my favorite Sarah Dustin book and I own it and I love it and it's great. Next is The Whispers by Heidi Perks. This is a book I won in a Goodreads giveaway and I absolutely hated it. So it is going bye-bye. Um, it was terrible. Don't read it. Um, I feel really bad that I'm honestly passing this on to someone else. Staying with the next one, A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. I keep seeing people review this and saying they really liked it and it was really good. And I'm like, what book are you reading? Because I read this book and it was fucking terrible. Um, it was absolutely terrible. It was absolutely obvious from like the first chapter who the person was. Um, every single chapter had to mention flicker over and over again. Her eyes flickered, the TV flickered, the light flickered because it's a flicker in the dark and it was fucking stupid and I hated it. Next is The Dating Plan by Sarah Desai. I actually like this book. It was okay. Um, this was the first ever book of the month book that I got and it was good but I just don't think I'll ever read it again so it's going. Then I have I Kiss Share Wheeler by Casey McQuiston. I got this in a Goodreads giveaway as well. Look at me with all the giveaway winnings. Um, I enter a zillion of them every day so I should fucking like I won these two like back to back but I had never won anything for like two years. But it's just fun because you never know if you'll win or whatever. But I really didn't like this. I DNF'd it at like 100 pages. It was just really boring. And I don't understand why a girl has a boyfriend and is going around kissing all these other people. That just seems weird to me. Um, I have Go Ask Alice by Anonymous, a.k.a. Barb or whatever the fuck this lady's name is that wrote it. Um, I used to be obsessed with this book. I loved it so much. And I talked about it when I reread it at some point. But um, I didn't realize how absolutely terrible it is. <laughs> and um, reading it as an adult is way different than reading it when you're a teenager. I thought it was like illicit and fun because it talks about drugs and sex and all this stuff. And rereading it, I was like, this is fucking awful. So that's going. I have The Woman in Cabin 10 by Ruth Ware. I enjoyed this. I thought it was like a fun time. I really like the book. It has like water droplets on it. I think it's really pretty. But I know that I'll never read it. It's a thriller. I know it happens. Um... So it's not worth it to hold on to. I have, okay, I have another Sarah Dessen book. So at least I'm not like totally crazy. I have What Happened to Goodbye by Sarah Dessen. This one I thought was pretty good. Um, it's not one of her like ones that she's known for. Um, and I think that's for a reason because I don't think it's like fantastic. But it was good. I liked it. But I just know I'll never read it again. So it's going. I think I actually, this was like the last or the first book I read. I think I was reading this book I think I was reading this book when we moved to Vermont and so it was like one of those situations where it was like I, I was almost done and I could have finished and then I probably would have left it behind and I wouldn't have brought it to Vermont but I brought it all the way to Vermont just to finish it and realize like I don't really want this anymore and then I brought it all the way back home. I need to get rid of it. <laughs> um, I have Dear Edward by Anne. Oh the baby's awake. Okay so different night and um, different location so we'll see how this goes. Um, anyway, I was saying I have Dear Edward by Anne Napolitano or something. Um, this was, when did I, I must have got this from Target. All of the dogs are walking around. They heard me start talking and they're like, it's time to party. Um, I think I must have got it from Target. Um, but anyway, it is about like a boy who, I think his whole family dies in like a plane crash and he's the only one that survives and it's like him getting through it or whatever but he doesn't really get through it and I really didn't like it for that reason like I get it it's like tragic like you lost your whole family at once but also like there was no sort of getting over it which I know like how do you get over something like that but like also like you have to get over something like that like or you can't survive I don't know anyway I'm getting rid of it um I have Best Friends Forever by Jennifer Weiner. Weiner. Um, this book I bought like years and years and years ago and I read it and I think I liked it um, before I even knew anything about who Jennifer whoever is and then I've read her books, some of her books since or I own some of her books or they're on my TBR or whatever. Um, but this 
I think was good. I think they cover up a murder or something. Or... I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. And then I have Super Sad True Love Story by... I don't know who it's by. And I don't know anything about it. I just bought it because it sounded good. But I don't actually think it was anything that I was interested in. Um, I don't know who the author is. So we're just going to keep it moving. So to my knowledge, those are all the books that I'm getting rid of. Those are all of my unhauls. Can you guys lay down? Like, can we lay down? Can we lay down? Is it too much to ask for the dogs to all lay down? You guys sleep like 23 hours out of the day, except for when I'm recording. Is that what we're doing? Lay down. Can you lay down? You can come right here and lay down if you want to. I don't really care. Come on. It's fine. Just lay the fuck down. Come on. Come on. Okay. Anyway, so now the books that I hauled so I like I said I got a bunch of books in February and then I got a bunch of books last week so um I have been debating rereading not debating I've known that I want to reread oh and we're gonna chew bones too that's gonna be great I've known that I want to reread the Anna series or the Anna series the after series by Anna Todd um and I decided fuck it I liked them enough I know that they're absolute garbage but I liked them enough that I would reread them more than just once so I bought the whole series um I got like a cute little set I really wanted to get like I didn't want there's like one honestly I wanted the first three because I hated the fourth book and then there's also like a fifth I think it's like from Hardin's perspective or it's like before Hardin or something I think it's called before actually um so I guess it's before Hardin or it's before her one of the two but it's whatever and I didn't want that. And I, like I said, I didn't need the fourth one because I hate the fourth one. So I just wanted the first three. I was just going to read the first three and then just pretend it ended there. Um, but it's cheaper. It was cheaper to get it in a set, I think, honestly. And then also, like, you can't, I, I didn't, I didn't have to have matching covers. But I think, like, the only way to get, like, the first one was, like, the, the movie cover or something. And then the second one had a weird cover. And then the third one had the regular. It was just a fucking mess. So I just got the whole set. And I didn't get the cute covers either. They're just black. But it's whatever. Um, so I got those. I bought another copy of Two Way Street by Lauren Barnhold. That is my most favorite book in the whole world. And I lost it somewhere from Vermont to here. I don't know where it is. And it could very well be somewhere not book related. I think the baby's waking up. It could very well be somewhere not book related and I just didn't realize it and I don't know. And then I'll have two copies and that's great and I'll put it in the little free library and gift someone with my greatness. But um, it is my absolute favorite book and I needed a copy because I want to reread it. And I was debating getting it from the library and I was like, why am I getting my most favorite book from the library? Why don't I just buy a new copy? So that's what I did. Um, I already mentioned I bought Crooked Kingdom and Six of Crows, but those are going bye-bye. I got Finley Donovan is Killing It because that book was fantastic by El Cosmano. I absolutely loved it, and I wanted a copy for myself. I thought about waiting because the second book was coming out, and I was like, maybe I should wait and make sure, like, I can get them the same version or whatever. Um, but I just figure, whatever, I don't care. It'll be fine. Um, I also got Ten Blind Dates by Ashley Elston. I read this, I think... 2020 2020 um I think I read it at the end of 2020 <sighs> yeah um and it is so good it's a YA and it's just like it's like a Christmassy book but it just has like all the good feels it is absolutely one of my top um oh I just realized I didn't get tweet cute I probably should have got tweet cute but that's okay but anyway um I really loved it and I wanted it because I it's a book that I would like to reread um like probably every Christmassy whatever and then I got 11 paper hearts by Kelsey Hartwell um I haven't read this but I have read a synopsis and I couldn't tell you what the synopsis is but um I just have seen a lot of people talk about it and it was like fairly inexpensive I was like kind of perusing books that I think that I would actually really like um and this was there and I'm pretty sure it was like inexpensive so I was just like whatever we'll just pull the trigger so I got those books, and then now let me go through the books that I just recently got, and honestly, I'm probably not going to give you very good synopses for them, but we're just going to do our best. I didn't do any recon. I didn't do any research. I thought about, like, you have Goodreads, so I had, like, a very good idea of what these are about, but then I figured, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to do this a la carte. Let's go. Okay, so the first book that I got is Top 10 by Katie Contugno. Um... 
funnily enough, one of the books that I'm unfollowing is also from her, The 99 um, Days. This book, I just, I really liked 99 Days, and so I feel like I can like any of her books. Like, I feel like I liked her writing. I feel like it was, like, fun, fresh, regular, YA, like, whatever, summery, beachy, whatever. Um, so I saw this, and I was like, well, I got a book from her at Half Price Books last time, so she didn't steer me wrong. And her books are also, like, they're, it was, like, $4, so it's, like, whatever. Um, so this is about two best friends, Gabby and Ryan, and Ryan is, like, a hockey star, so I think he's, like, you know, high school stud, and then Gabby is, like, kind of a loner. She likes to be, like, kind of on her own, but they're best friends, and they decide that right before they graduate, they want to make a list of their top 10, um, best moments together, like, their top 10, um, moments from their friendship, and I assume they end up together like after they go through this they realize like oh my god they love each other if not it would just be a really good best friend book and I think that would also be equally cute so we're here for that too um the next book is a man called a man called Uve I always want to call him Ove and I literally just like had a seizure in my brain because I almost said Ove six times and I was like wait Ove is the wrong one, right? And I couldn't think of what the real one is. Um, so it's a man called Uve, but I always want to say it's a man called Ove by Frederick Bachman. Um, I don't know. It's translated from Sweden, so I'm sure that's like a name in Sweden. I don't really know. Um, it's from Swedish, I guess I should say. Um, he's from Sweden. Whatever I'm trying to say. You know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, um, so Frederick Bachman... I read Anxious People and I loved it. I DNF'd my grandmother asked me to tell you she's sorry because I didn't like it. it was like a story within a story, but I did like his writing. I really like his writing. Like I really liked Anxious People. Um, he has little novellas. I read um, The Deal of a Lifetime and I really liked that. I read another one and I'm going to talk about it in my wrap up, but I didn't like that. Um, this one is very polarizing, I think. A lot of people don't like this book because it's basically about this like grumpy old man and he's just like really mean and whatever but I think like a family moves in next door and there's a little girl and it's like kind of heartwarming like she like you know breaks him out of his shell he's he's very much giving the guy from up <laughs> um and I think a lot of people don't like it because he's just like a crotchety old man for kind of no reason but I don't think anybody's mean for no reason so I'm interested and like I said I really liked his writing and I have high hopes for this one that's one of the books that I predict will be five stars this year so hopefully it is next I have much ado about nothing a play by Shakespeare um one of like the last time I was at half price books I was like they have like a whole huge section of Shakespeare plays and I was like oh like I would really like to read like all of his plays because that's a thing that you do when you like to read books and you like literature and whatever um I just feel like that's something that I would like to do so Last time I got A Midsummer Night's Dream and it wasn't my favorite, but it was, I'm still glad I read it. And I, the quote, um, though she be but little, she is fierce or whatever, that comes from that. And I like to know where things come from. So that's really fun. And I'm assuming like there's like almost all of his plays, I feel like get turned into movies or episodes of TV shows and things like that. So I'm really curious. I know that there's a Gossip Girl episode called Much Ado About Nothing, I think. Um, so I have no idea what this is about, to be perfectly honest, but this is the one I picked. And then randomly enough, there's a Shakespeare in the Park, and they're doing Much Ado About Nothing in, in like July or something. So if I like it, or even if I don't, maybe we'll go see that, because I've never been to Shakespeare in the Park, but um, I just thought it was super random that the one that I picked is the one that they're doing. So feels like fate to me. Um, he's definitely doing some some stirring in there so I don't know how long I have um the next book is Jinx by Meg Cabot um I got this book from the library when I was a youth and I um I think I started reading it and I thought it was part of a series because I was really confused it was just going over my little bitty head and um I never like read it but it's very small I just saw it and I picked it up it's very small it's it looks pretty short and um I have a bunch of authors backlists that I would like to get through and Meg Cabot is one of them because Princess Diaries is life and um I wanted to read her other books and I this is one of them on there and I know it's a standalone so um it's basically about a girl I think it's about a girl who just has like really bad luck like she is like a jinx and like bad things happen to her and follow her and whatever um so yeah Okay, Tommy is going to sit with him, so if you hear a baby crying, I'm not neglecting my child. He's just with his dad. Okay, the next book I got is Queen of Hearts by Colleen Oaks. This book is, I guess, a series. There's a book that actually caught my eye that's the sequel 
and I was interested in that. And then I saw like, oh, this book comes first, whatever, whatever. Um, it's basically some sort of Alice in Wonderland retelling. It is, I, it says it's about Dinah, who's a princess. Um, Dinah is the name of the cat in Alice in Wonderland, so I'm not really sure what that's about. But um, the cover is stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. And the, like I said, the sequel is what caught my eye originally. And it was like black and whatever and this one's white and they're like distorted images of each other i really like it i don't know if i'm gonna be able to do this with me crying <laughs> i really like it so i'm curious to see if it's any good i also i almost got i guess there's another alice in wonderland retelling by marissa meyer called heartless which i've never heard of or maybe i have i just have not paid attention but that caught my eye but that was more expensive than this one so i decided i didn't need two so i was gonna get the cheaper one and then we'll go from there the next book I got is Everything Must Go by Jenny Fran Davis. I have never heard of this. I don't know anything about this, yada, 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 whatever. But it caught my eye because the cover is, like, bright and colorful and it's, like, newspaper clippings and things. And when I went to see what it was about, the synopsis is not a synopsis. Well, I guess it's a synopsis, but it's, like, a letter from the main character or something. And then I'm flipping through and it's, like, all in emails and, like, articles and things like that. And we know that that is something that I love. So I really don't know what this is about at all, but um, that is 100% what I like. So I was excited about that. Next, I have The Nanny Returns by Emma McLaughlin and Nicola Krause. This is the sequel to The Nanny Diaries, which I didn't know there was a sequel, or if I did, I just, I don't know, forgot. Um, but The Nanny Diaries is the best book about nannying as a nanny. Like, that is just my personal opinion. Um, the rest of them are usually, like, something happened where, like, the nanny steals the kid, or there's, like, some sort of, like, they're usually, like, thrillers about the nanny. Or, like, the nanny sleeping with the husband, which none of this happens. Like, we don't kidnap kids and sleep with husbands. I mean, some of them do, but I don't. Um, and I felt like The Nanny Diaries, which is a movie with Scarlett Johansson, if you haven't seen it or read it or whatever. But anyway, The Nanny Diaries is, um, I feel like, a very accurate depiction of nannying. It's pretty accurate. Um, she is a nanny in, like, New York, and she's dealing with different things, obviously. Um, and her family that she nannies for um, is a little different than mine but um like they're not very nice but anyway um I really like it because it shows like she gets like a lot of tasks and administrative things that she does and that is similar to my job where I do more than just nanny so I liked that it showed like the extra stuff that she does as a nanny I thought that was really interesting and I had no idea that there was a sequel it's like 12 it says 12 years um in the future so I'm really excited to read that because I had no idea. I've been living under a rock. The next book I got is Bliss by Shay Mitchell and Michaela Blaney. Um, who knew Shay Mitchell wrote a book? Because I did not. It is literally probably complete garbage. But the cover is really pretty. And it's all like, it feels very much like a juicy teen slash college book. Even though I think it's about like adult women. Um, it's just about different women and their lives and yada yada yada. But like, I wanted to get it for all the wrong reasons, so that's what I did. Next, I have Matched by Allie Condal. This has been something that people have been telling me to read, and I've seen, like, people talk about for, like, ever. Um, when did this come out? I feel like this is, like, 2000s, unless I am deeply mistaken. Wait, 1945? That cannot... Oh, 2010. Okay. I don't know what that is, but it came out in 2010, so... Um, I've seen a lot of people talk about it. It's in the, like, dystopian YA whatever situation. It is basically, like, you're matched with, like, your perfect match um, based on your DNA and things like that, which is something that is, like, resurging in books lately. I've read a couple books lately that have been that way. But anyway, um, and I guess, like, this girl is matched with someone, but, like, right before she's matched with him, she's actually matched with someone else, but it, like, it, like, glitched and showed her the wrong person or something. Um, so she's, like, kind of torn between two people, even though, like, there's one match that she's supposed to have, but then there's another match where it's, like, maybe she was supposed to be with somebody else. So I think that looks interesting. Next, I have St. X by Alexis Shaken. I don't know. I'm so bad with author's names. Um, this book I've seen, I like, I saw it, like, forever. Um, and it was, like, a book of the month book a while back like maybe 2020 or something and it looks so cool like it's like beachy and um it looked like way over my head like it looked like 
literary fiction or something and I was like not going to be able to understand it but then I read the synopsis when I was there and I was like oh my god it's a thriller like how the fuck have I been sleeping on this like this is my thing um it's basically like this girl's sister goes missing like this girl's like seven her sister's in college her sister goes missing and um when they're on vacation and they assume like somebody is responsible or whatever and they kind of close up the case but then like years later like apparently that's not what happened um beachy thrillers like that is my favorite thing so I cannot believe that I like didn't I've literally not even heard anybody talk about this book so I'm really excited to read it it's also like really pretty I just really like it and then the last book I have is Sadie by Courtney Summers this book is another one of the books that I anticipate giving five stars to just based on what I've seen other people rate it I haven't heard anybody talk about this but I've read reviews from all the different booktubers and things that I like um their like opinions and they all gave it five stars they said it was really good um I'm a little confused because the cover says if she dies she takes the truth with her I don't know what that's about but I'm pretty sure this is about a girl who is um sexually assaulted or something and it's like her dealing with that um I know it's like kind of like a hard heavy book and it's like not something to be taken lightly but um I anticipate that I'm gonna really like it because I've not seen anybody say that they don't like it however I will say I owned books by Courtney Summers and her books were very like YA like just like easy quick reads like not not even like YA like contemporary or like I don't know um just like very like books you would get at like the grocery store kind of like not really I don't know I don't really know what I'm saying but um I wasn't super impressed with her books like they were fine but they were like fluffy like I don't know whatever Ellen Hildebrand of the young adult world but um I've heard really good things about this one so we'll see so those are all the books that I am hauling unhauling whatever um Hopefully this little fake YouTube video went well. Um, I don't think YouTube things translate into podcast world very well, and I didn't get to hold up all the books and show you, but that's okay. Um, I have lots and lots of like fun list things and whatever planned for other podcasts, so I'm excited about that. And until next time, friends, ciao!